I'm William E. Davis. I play the cigarette smoking man, and you're listening to Intro to X. to X, this podcast is out there. I'm Claire, and joining me are my two fathers, Brad and Tammy. Hello. Oh Hi, my dads. Gosh. I never thought, I never wanted you to know. <laughs> That's the real plot of my two dads, is Brad and Tammy raising me which as one a of, small child. Question, which one of us is uh, um, uh, a, like a biological? No, 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 no. I was trying to figure out, like, um, who are these Tammy's Charlie Sheen. <laughs> Tammy's Char- Charlie Sheen. Wow. Char- Wait, Charlie Brad Sheen's is, not one of them. Brad is non-Charlie Sheen. I don't. Isn't that my? No. Two oh no. No. That's, that's two and a half men. Oh, I don't. Know. That's that's not my two dads. That's two and a half men. Big. <laughs> I don't know what my two dads is. Then I have no idea. What? Oh, it's bonkers. With Paul uh, Paul Reiser, yeah. Paul Reiser, yeah. Oh. And the other guy. So question. The other guy. <laughs> okay. All right. Am uh, I Paul Reiser or the other po- guy? Brad is Paul Reiser. Damn it. Tammy's the other guy. Tammy is the other guy, which is Charlie Sheen. That's Paul Reiser. You get to have a long-standing relationship with Helen Hunt. Oh. Whom we all remember uh. as being the crazy girl who jumps out of the window, hopped up on PCP oh, yeah. in that after-school okay. All right, all right, all right. You're selling me on Helen Hunt. <laughs> um, so, well, you yeah. can be one of our guests. <laughs> so we have this ep- this week's episode, Two Fathers, which I kept calling Two Sons all week. <laughs> multiple times to multiple people. Um, so, yeah, sorry, guys. Uh, so, Claire, what is your predi- prediction for well, Two Fathers? I'm going to introduce our guest first, Tammy. Oh, because sure. Illyrio, Illyrio, <laughs> and Heidi. Yay! <laughs> Welcome back. Uh, my Thank prediction: you. so the menu showed Cassandra Spender and Little Spender um, sitting in an ambulance, <laughs> and Skinner was kind of watching in the background like a creeper. So I predicted that Cassandra returns, and Skinner feels so bad that Scully um, threatens Spender's life. So he tries to help. Um, Spender and he has he's, his loyalties are torn because it's like Spender has two father figures that are going Spender I'm going to help you do what I say one of them's Skinner and one of them's George and he doesn't know who to follow he doesn't know whose advice to take hmm. that would be an episode that actually had two fathers in it <laughs> Good. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I told Brad I'm like I'm pretty sure by two fathers they mean George and um what's his face's dad? Um Mulder. Mulder's dad. Because there's that, that photo. The same person? Exactly. Uh, yeah, I, I was like I was very confused about who the two fathers are. Yeah. Um Brad, what was on TV this week? Um guys listen. Uh, maybe you wanted to watch this episode of X Files. You're wrong. Um <laughs> <laughs> but there's some other options if you get a time machine and you can go back um, on Buffy the Vampire Slayer you could have watched the episode Bad Girls hi want take have nice that's good stuff um, great episode um, but maybe you don't want to watch that maybe you want to watch a show uh, called The Pretender what? Now, is that I, well, if you're not aware, let me explain. Um, this is a show about a guy that is so super smart, he's able to pretend to have other jobs. And this week's episode was Pool. 
Jared becomes swimming pool. Should we wager if he's going to be a pool boy or a pool shark? He's going to be a pool. He's going to be a swimming pool. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would say, like him to be a pool shark. Yeah. Oh, I think it's going to be a pool boy. Aww. <laughs> he's so awkward. Please don't make him a pool boy. <laughs> <laughs> Jared becomes a pool shark. Oh. Yay. <laughs> Wait for it. In order to help a young singer, Billy, played by Jennifer Garner, and to settle a score with a wealthy bigot. What? the worst kind of bigot. I need to see this episode. (laughs) I will be watching this, definitely. You guys have convinced me that this show is a must-see. It it is a must-see. It was one of my favorites. Now that and we everyone's have seen uncle it, can yes. get them whatever episode they want. Just saying. <laughs> I, I got a whole season sitting on my hard drive. Uh, I will be accessing soon. Yeah. Um, you need I to check do... it out, my idiot's great. The only memories I have of this episode was uh, being able to see Scully's season one hair again. And I was like, oh, look at that season one hair with that little curl in the front. <laughs> little... Cute chubby cheeks. I know. So, uh, yeah, there weren't many memories to go with this. I'm, I, I honestly, <laughs> I'm going to blame it on being drugged up, but I have no clue what happened. <laughs> so this will be interesting, because uh, the next piece of this is 60 Second Summary. Oh, boy. <sighs> Yikes. Uh, guys, all of our names are on a list. A very... Very scary list, and I am going to click the button. And click, 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 click. Oh, fuck! Oh! (laughs) Does anybody want to jump on this for Tammy? I will jump on that grenade like Steve Rogers would, Tammy. Oh, thank you, Claire. You're the best. so nice. (laughs) You're the best. All right, Claire, um, thank you for being a hero. Yeah, really. Um, Because I didn't want to have to do it. Thanks, Brad. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, um, Hero Claire, please take a moment, collect your thoughts, think about what happened in this episode, why it happened. I don't know what happened. <laughs> um, why the hell it happened. Um, what were they doing? What were they wearing? Whatever you need to discuss it in 60 seconds without going over all ridiculously under because then you would be a chump and you will be going in three sons, two sons, <laughs> two fathers... <laughs> One, whatever, and go. Okay, so Cassandra Spender is back, and she's maybe half alien because she's got the the sherbet blood. I don't know what's happening. Spender is being screwed over in this episode yet again. He gets told that he's he pales in comparison to Fox Mulder. What the hell? No! (laughs) Back and being awesome and sexy and gorgeous. We find out proof that. Spokey's name actually is George that we knew all along um, there's aliens running around everywhere, there's exposition George is telling a story, turns out he's telling it to Mimi Rogers we really don't care because she sucks um, Skinner is blaming Spender for stuff that I don't understand Crychek's fight 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 in the future um and there's all sorts happening and there's so much exposition and Cassandra can walk and and yeah <laughs> the end. <laughs> wow. One minute. 
Nice. Truly, truly a brave heart. You're a check and spender hero. Oh, <laughs> and we get check and spender. I forgot to say that. Who's the only good this episode, episode? This episode had so many things in it that we have been mentioning. It had check and spender. We found out that George's real name is um, is Chester George Barnabas Spender. Um, <laughs> so that's why he goes by George. Uh, Notorious CGB. Yep. CGB, yeah. Um, yeah, it was it was crazy. There was so much going on in this wacky episode. Was Apart there? from there being two fathers, randomly. <laughs> was there? Yeah, was, was there two fathers? I don't think so. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I don't think uh, there was. <laughs> um, Illyria, let's start with you with fun facts. I watched this episode when it originally aired, <laughs> and I remember being so glued to my seat and... <laughs> flipping out and oh my god cigarette smoking man is actually telling this to someone i wonder who he's talking to and then those guys with their eyes sewn shut and then cassandra could walk and scully and um the 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 worst after operation behavior from any doctors i've ever heard in my life (laughs) we're off to go celebrate want to join us we're just gonna leave this woman here all by herself (laughs) Um, yeah, all, all my fun facts are just from my own personal experience watching this the first time and how I went, uh, you know, I went to school the next day and just chatted people up about it. We were all just totally <laughs> flipping out and we all thought Spender was just the worst, the worst, uh, lamest, uh, lamest coward. He, his father gave him every opportunity and that was the slap heard round the college. Uh, we were all super stoked. Everybody, Man. Everybody just oh, those are my facts. I did no research because I don't need Spender to research because this is the hero. greatest episode of the X-Files ever. <laughs> wow. Illyrio, Spender is a true hero and I don't want to hear anything bad said against him. Oh, uh, so I, I, uh, so many times in my notes, I, so many times in my notes, I wrote Poor Spender, and then I drew a little sad face with a little tear. because yeah, <laughs> everyone treats Spender like crap. Him. Yes, oh, this was this was Chris Carter's homage to The Godfather, when Spender oh, no. and uh, George. Yes, when Spender and George are having their tête-à-tête and the little oh. smack fest. It was it was it was an homage to that scene when Don Corleone is dealing <laughs> with Sonny, who's like, "What am I gonna do, Dad?" And he smacks him and says, "You can act like a man." <laughs> <laughs> that was oh, all no. the all that was missing from this episode was George going, You could act like a man <laughs> And then maybe putting an orange in his mouth and chasing after a little child and dying of a heart attack. <laughs> Spoilers <laughs> Spoilers for the god <laughs> How about you, Heidi? Any fun facts? Because I know you didn't watch this, right? <laughs> this is your first no, time. No, <laughs> I, I did exactly. This is my first time seeing it. So I did some research. And um, (laughs) let's see, they wanted to do flashbacks again, but they wanted to use the actors that play them now. So they wanted to like put makeup on George and make him look (laughs) 20 to 30 years old. Oh, like they did for Frank Black. Oh my God. (laughs) And apparently it wasn't convincing because they went with the monologue instead. (laughs) You know know what that means, guys? That means that photos of that exist somewhere. We have to find them. Of him wearing a little helicopter cap. (laughs) (laughs) Um... 
And then this was the third highest rated episode in the sixth season. What? Oh. oh, people! People like as far Claire as was waiting for some mythology. Episodes. Yeah, I was waiting Claire. For good mythology. Good mm. mythology. Mm. Claire, we warned you. We, we told you. We told you. <laughs> and then my last fun fact is Veronica Cartwright, who I'm assuming is Cassandra, because I yep. don't yes. actually yes. know. Okay, um, was nominated for an Emmy for Best Guest Actress for this episode. Again? And she was nominated before as well. Again, yes. And the I'm makeup sorry. department actually like won an Emmy. Oh, yeah. For those uh, those uh, Scooby-Doo style ripping oh, the face boy. off. Oh, that was so gross. Yeah. <laughs> so <Yeah>. dumb. <laughs> Yeah, I did say Scooby-Doo style. Yeah. <laughs> and I swear there was a line that George said, and I would have gotten away with it, too, if it weren't for those kids. Agents. Or at least in my oh. head, that's what played. <laughs> How much fan service in some of his lines in that monologue. Uh. Oh, dear God. It was. Right. Listen, I'm not an idiot. When I was watching this, I was totally enthralled. I was totally anticipating mythology after a whole bunch of stupid Monster of the Week episodes, which I hated when I originally watched this show. And I was all about the mythology because I was young and ignorant. But watching this again uh, this week when I was watching it for this podcast, I was, I, I was, I was embarrassed. There was so much that was, oh my God, did, did Krychek just say what he said? Did George, did George just say what he said? Who's writing this? Is this the one that the company wrote? Oh no, that's coming up later. Oh, <laughs> oh no. Sorry, spoiler, but there's an episode that the company writes. Oh Yikes. my god. I'm scared and yeah. can't wait at the same time. If this right. episode, yeah. In this episode, if you took a drink every time they say trust no one or uh, um uh, Any the, of the truth is out there. Oh, or fight, fight, fight the, the future. Oh, like you're gonna <laughs> die. You're gonna die. I only said fight the future once. There was no fight, fight, fight. <laughs> well, in my head, that's what happens now. The whole yeah, song no, just plays in my head. <laughs> it, 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 it is it is on on uh, active rotation amongst my ringtones. Nice. Oh, so amazing. Nice. So uh, we start this episode off with. All the previously ons. Oh, um, I didn't get those. Oh, you didn't get oh, the didn't previously get ons. Oh, oh boy, yeah. Yeah. it was weird that they got Anthony Stewart head to breathe. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I, I'm, I'm misremembering. I think. Oh yeah, you get um. Let's see, a previously on from Erlmeyer Flask, where you get um season one of Scully hair. That's what I remembered. Okay. And you also see the alien fetus in the bottle, jar, the alien oh, jar baby. Okay. Um, you get a flashback from 731, where Ugh. Scully's in the empty car with the Elder. Um, this is where they brought me. Uh, <laughs> and then you get, let's see, from Patient X, the red and the black. From Season 5, you get Cassandra in the wheelchair. And then uh, learning that her son is, is Jeffrey Spender. Mm. You get... Um, from the end, you get Spender saying, who are you? And Cigarette Smoking Man saying, I'm your father. And you get also from the Red and the Black. You get all, like, I'm not even joking. Oh, wow. All the previously on. You get everything. Yeah, you get um, Crycheck talking about a war is raging. You get Cassandra saying, now's the time of the war and stress among the nations. And um, all my favorite you get, scenes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, Cobra Rubius with her black eyes. Oh, Cobra Kai. Cobra Kai, yeah. Um, 
and the about talking about the infection of the black oil. So yeah, you get a bazillion previously on. I was like, what it was the, ridiculous. What is, yeah, it's really crazy. It's like ten minutes. I don't. I, know. Could, <laughs> we, could we just get somebody, um, somebody that has a lot of time on their hands to make uh, a little previously on that just um, deals with clones and hybrids and the use of those words? Um, <laughs> oh because God. that's interesting. Hmm. <laughs> um, so I actually appreciated this previously on oh, yeah, because, because I didn't remember half of it. No, I was exactly. Like, oh, that happened. Yeah, yeah, it was helpful. <laughs> it was because I was. <laughs> I mean, but I automatically knew. I'm like, well, this is going to be deep in the mythology of X Files. Oh yeah. Um, actually, I remember. I ki- Go ahead. I kind of got excited that it was mythology because usually I end up getting like the <laughs> stupid religious episodes or the like, lowest rated episodes that you ever watched. And so I was like, oh my gosh, I actually got a mythology episode. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I mean, I remember watching this when it aired and we were all like me and a bunch of friends of mine who loved the X-Files. I mean, love the X-Files. We were... We could remember all this stuff by heart. Like, wow. all this previously on stuff was unnecessary. We knew exactly who Cassandra was. We knew exactly who these elders were. Oh, my God. We remembered the elders. You know, yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm, I, I'm doing some half-assed research on IMDb, and I see there's elders one through four. <laughs> and I'm like, I remember us talking about elder one and elder two. <laughs> <laughs> it was ridiculous. Amazing. It was, if they had if they had come out with 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 trading cards, we would have purchased them. <laughs> That's how much this season, and like, really got me and, and and a bunch of friends like totally excited about all the mythology wow. because we were finally getting some out in the open interaction with like some alien stuff. Yeah. And so we were all super excited. Like it was like, oh my god, the payoff is finally here. All of this waiting through. Uh, innuendo and Scully just having missed the action or just yeah. looking in the wrong part of the scene, right? <laughs> and it was finally coming to a head where she couldn't deny it anymore. You can't deny the truth. It's out there. Wait, drink. Yeah, and I um, I, I would think that, I mean, it would make sense, especially after the movie and stuff coming out, like, yeah. you guys would be super excited. and Super excited. And even Claire was super excited to get a mythology episode. Right, Claire? Weren't you excited to get a mythology episode? <laughs> yeah, because Claire's, because Claire's even been asking mythology for mythology means the return of... I'm going to assume she said That's that. That's right. Mythology <laughs> means the return of Crychick and Spender, who yeah, I love. It's true. Yeah. Okay, so we get the scene where they're cutting into somebody and they're, all the doctors are wearing gas masks and there's an incision made across the abdomen and green fluid bubbles out and then the cut heals itself. And the doctors all look at each other and then they're super excited and congratulatory of each other and want to go off for, to celebrate and leave this lady in a train car. <laughs> so <there's- laughs> As you do. Oh my god. That was, to me... You know, because then Dr. What's-His-Name shows up. Yeah, and, and it And it's weird. Like, if I show up to, to somewhere <laughs> and there's research going on and then this guy comes out and says, your research is complete. Like, what are you talking about? My research is complete. Who mm-hmm. are you? And <laughs> what do you mean my research is complete? It's my research. I'm the one who should know if it's complete or not. <laughs> What's going on? Are you some kind of super fan stalker? I mean, you think and, he'd be like, he would be like, wait, wait, wait. Oh, it worked? Can I see it working? No, we were just yeah. going to go out for drinks? Yeah, we're just gonna have a drink. I'll just take your word for it. Cool. This is just my research. <laughs> yeah, so um we also see that as the other doctors go out for drinks, Dr. Openshaw stays back and the alien rebel comes in and he grabs one of the doctors, sets him on fire, 
and then like just starts setting people on fire and then looks uh. at the um, uncut abdomen of somebody looks up and it's Cassandra. Yep. And we feel, find out she's also been being tested on for 25 years now. Wow. Yeah. Poor Cassandra. So Talk how about long a long is Spender study. meant to be? Is Spender meant to be 25? I think older, right? Because he, he was yeah. first abducted after he... I mean, he not him. Sorry. Cassandra was first abducted after Spender was born. Oh, yeah, he was true. already a kid at that point. Of course. That's true. You know, if we we're going to do a whole thing where we're making hybrids, uh, you think it would make <laughs> sense that... I don't know, maybe uh, they'd put some uh, alien DNA in her, and then she would have a child that would be a yeah. hybrid. Correct. Because that's what a hybrid is. <laughs> so old school, man. No. No, 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 no. But apparently you're just a hybrid if they just inject something in you now. Yeah. Yeah, it's like when you get, uh, it's, it's like when you get a blood transfusion from someone of another species. Mm-hmm. Uh, you are now you're, a hybrid. You're now a hybrid. <laughs> If you if you get like if you get like you know that's the that's the problem that's the problem with these vaccines <laughs> they're making oh, people no. they're making people into hybrids hey, the government Ventura. doesn't want you to know we didn't summon you Ventura go away with you I heard I heard talk about vaccines and I had to come in uh, why don't you just suplex yourself out of here Jesse nobody asked you to. humanities humanities. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the next scene we get cigarette smoking man. Okay. Uh, I have to talk about the scene. Yes, please uh, go over it because I when don't. When this scene started, when exposition George started, it's him sitting there smoking a cigarette and he's talking about, oh, I never thought it would be this great, and all the people that have contributed towards this. I really thought it was the camera was going to pan down and there would be his finished novel there. And it was like <laughs> a post a post novel cigarette and he's like yeah. like post coital after like oh. writing his book and he's just like ah and it's going to be the story of his life by George. Absolutely <laughs> what yeah. I thought. Honestly thought it was going to well. be that. Yeah, yeah, I I didn't know like I was like did he write his book and he's being interviewed by like 2020 about like I don't know. I like I didn't know what was going on. I <laughs> a f- this is a an episode of television that goes on for uh, 43 minutes. Yep. Three of which at the beginning of the episode is the uh, is the opening of this monologue. <laughs> yep. That's fucking insane. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Three minute monologue for your opening of your television show. What are you doing? Well, and I thought it was weird because okay, we had the whole previously on that some of us got to see. <laughs> mm. So why we had the monologue of him telling us what went on, I'm I didn't understand. I was like, what? We just saw this. Yes. I think it's an inside joke. Chris I, Carter I guess. is basically because <laughs> I'm watching with the subtitles. I never could have scripted the events that led to this. Uh-huh. None of us could. And I'm like, Chris Carter's admitting that this was all from the seat of his pants. <laughs> <laughs> we had a perfect conspiracy with an alien race. What? Race. What? Yep. Like, every line of this is just terrible. Or Aliens who are coming to reclaim this planet and destroy all human life. Why are you working with them? Like, <laughs> it always is... Oh, I actually think that's a pretty easy thing to figure out. I, I, I think that if you, if, if, if you are somehow um, given foreknowledge of an alien invasion coming and you can convince the aliens that you want to help them, then you can maybe secure some some non-slave jobs for yourself, right? So 
they will be the bureaucrats yeah. that help them with the actual slaves, with the plebes. And so I think that's really the only reason why they were helping. Why even bother? Yeah, that was the only thing I could think oh. of. And I think they talk about it more later on in the episode, yeah. too, because I was like, oh, wow, someone's actually going to be like, why are you working with them? This yeah. is ridiculous. Um, yeah. And I thought, let's see, he, he talks about that they've kept it from kept it secret from men like Fox Mulder and had his own son not chosen betrayal or chosen to betray more wisely. I was like, yeah. eh. At and one then point we, during the monologue, he said if this is the end, or he said this is the end, and I was like, well, if this is the end, why are there more seasons? <laughs> I, honestly, halfway through this episode, I was like, you know what would be great if this was just the series finale and the next couple of seasons were just really long, drawn-out end credits? <laughs> hey, now. I thought you hadn't watched this before. Oh, that would be... Like, I, I could be okay with that. We'll just talk about the credits every for every week. So, and it could be like it could be like movie credits where you see little characters in the background. So like Floopy could. <laughs> oh, and they give us a what they're up to now thing. Oh yes, I like Luki it. went on to national championships and Olympic gold. Because <laughs> you know Floopy's like, you know, Phelpsing it. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, no one seemed to have a problem that he was a fluke monster. They just took yeah. him away. So why not? <laughs> Um, Luke so, yeah. sitting next to my laptop right now. <laughs> so the next scene, we're in the X-Files office. Spender's working there alone, and um, Skinner is knocking on the door. Kind of scares Spender. He didn't realize he had come down there. It's like, Oh, I didn't hear the elevator, he says. So this guy actively listens out for the elevator. <laughs> <laughs> All right. He's probably, Illyria, he's probably terrified that Scully's going to come down to his office and threaten to murder him again. Yeah. That's probably why Hot. he's listening out yeah, for the really, elevator. Seriously. Hot. I'd let her threaten to murder me any day. <laughs> it was Just hot. I'm it. not saying it wasn't. But, uh, uh, yeah. Or even worse, that uh, that stupid janitor with the fake mustache, also <laughs> known as Fox Mulder, was going to come in and rifle through his garbage. <laughs> and somehow still spill like, um, uh, sunflower seeds all over the place in the process. And steals cupcakes. Oh, and steal his fucking cupcakes. Oh, we'll talk about that later, because I have notes on that. Yeah. So... Skinner asks him, "Well, what are you? What are you doing? Um, doesn't he work there? Like, shouldn't he be doing work?" Well, but it's like, and he's like says, oh. "You've only sent me one report or something." Yeah, it, and Spender's like, putting well, all his time just, into looking for his mum. Yeah, he's like, "Well, I'm just, just, it's just a note to file. I do notes to file at work. There's not. <laughs> I don't have to send it to somebody. Yeah. It's just a note to file in case anything ever were to come up." I have a note to file. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. It is a thing. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, Skinner. I, I wasn't wasting, uh, um, uh, you know, taxpayer dollars <laughs> to go chase after uh, 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 vampires. It's the torturing monsters. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then Skinner tells him, well, your purpose isn't to make any progress, is it? Truth is, you have no interest in the Xbox. Skinner, you're the... Okay, I love you, Skinner. I really do. Truly, deeply in my heart. But you're the worst <laughs> boss. You are yeah. the, unless you're sleeping with them, you're the worst boss. Truth. And this this is where we begin. Everybody in this episode is a dick to Spinder for yes. no reason. Yes. They resent him. He's there because Why? of nepotism. We've they all don't worked know with that. someone like this. They don't know don't that. Don't be hypocrites. I call hypocrisy. But he, didn't, he did not worked. know that when he got the job. He didn't know that his dad was George. And they don't, they don't know. They don't know yeah, that they don't either. Know. 
He reeks of it. <laughs> I mean, granted, if Valid you look honest. at old pictures of George, it's obviously Spender. But <laughs> <Yeah>. True. <laughs> I really wish that the picture of uh, Bill Mulder and George was of Spender. <laughs> no, it's true. Spender comes in. He's just trying to do his job, but not really. And uh, and everybody just hates him because he's like the new guy, and they were all yeah, like yeah. super happy with their click, and exactly. n- now things are different. And they're blaming him yeah. instead of themselves for having ruined resources. I know this, but he reeks of nepotism, and he's a slimy little bastard. <laughs> and it's about to get worse because um, Skinner's going to take him to go see his mom's, who's been mm-hmm. missing by the way forever. Well, yeah, a year and a half. Yeah. Um, I think. Yeah, they go into the train car. Skinner, um, Spinner's like, so where's my mom? And Spinner's like, oh, she's outside. You dick. (laughs) (laughs) Take him to his mother, you asshole. Yeah, that was awesome. I was like, oh, she's just outside, man. I know. Why didn't you ask me sooner? (laughs) It's so ridiculous. Yeah, because there's like all these fire trucks, ambulances, or people in body bags. It's like, don't freak the guy out. Tell him his mom is okay. (laughs) Oh my god. And then it gets so... worse because the first thing Cassandra says to him is, I need to talk to, uh, I need to speak to Agent Mulder. And I yeah. write my note, oh, speak burn. to your nemesis. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, Spender. Seriously, oh. get this man a cupcake. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the thing, I'm like, this guy, he's been working a year and a half. On cases he d- does not want to have anything to do with, obviously. He, he just puts them in the shredder, waiting for the janitor to come pick them up. <laughs> but, you know, he's been missing his mother. He doesn't know what's happened to her. He's been concerned. It probably affects his work no. and his work ethic. <laughs> and, and people just shit on him. I... I hate people. I love Spender. Yes. I hate people. I love Spender. I love him. He's <laughs> a hero. So, it's that haircut. It's very hateable. <laughs> I hate him. <laughs> I know he has never done anything to me, but I just I can't stand him. He's a he's a he. I I don't know. I've worked with people like this before, and they were totally like I guess they were fine, but they were just so detestable types. I don't know. Always asking questions, wanting to know why we made certain decisions. Like just just go to your cubicle and pretend to work. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Quit making I'm notes a to file. <laughs> it's a good thing I'm self-employed now. <laughs> so uh, Skinner overhears a conversation about Cassandra saying she needs to speak to Agent Mulder. And uh, Spender's like, I don't want her talking to him. That's it. He's yeah. forbidden from the X-Files. Rightly so. Yes. No, here's the thing. Is this is why Spender's cause... hateable. He doesn't want his mom to talk to Mulder because he's afraid that she loves Mulder more than him. No, Which because probably does. no, because in, in Spender's mind, like his his mother has been manipulated by these crazy UFO people, yeah. and like has like gotten her into this weird UFO cult and put all this stupid shit in her head. You can't introduce her to a Fox Mulder. <laughs> like that's like oh 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 I'm, no, it's it's cool. I know you just got out of a cult. Meet John Travolta. <laughs> Meet Tom yeah. Cruise. No, and, bad idea. And it's exactly. But, but you're but you're acting like Mulder's going to be doing some jive talking or something. Oh, let's not. Let's, let's not. I'm going to pretend that that scene we're, didn't even exist. We're, we're not even. Gonna... We'll get there. And we will. We will read that scene aloud. <laughs> yes, we will. Also, also, I want to point out. It really annoyed me in this episode where so many times, 
people say that they didn't tell Spender information because he wouldn't believe them. Uh. That is not a reason <laughs> to not tell someone something. Yeah. Make them believe you if that's the case. But don't just not tell them something. That's horrible. That's such a bad yeah. reason. That's like, why, if it's that's why true, then make them anything. believe you. Yeah. But it, it is true Ooh. that, uh, you know, because Skinner said, what are you afraid of? And Spender said, of Agent Mulder filling her head with alien abduction nonsense. Yeah. And then yeah. Skinner's like, are you fa- afraid of the truth? What the fuck are you talking about, Skinner? And then <laughs> Spinner says, I want to know who did this to her and why. That's all I want. Of yeah. course that's all he wants. That's his mom. He wants the best for his mother. Yeah. Not crazy fucking Mulder. Yeah. <laughs> And I do like that Spender ends it with, I'll send you a progress report. (laughs) (laughs) Love it. Okay, we're back with Cigarette Smoking Man. And he talks about how Sen refused to believe that his mother had been abducted, even though it's been going on for years. But has she really? She's been abducted by humans doing experiments on her, right? Yeah. Mm. Kind of working with aliens, but... (sighs) It's been a mix of the two, so he yeah. does have every right to not believe that aliens have been taking his mother. Exactly. And so it's happened, like, twice, really. I mean, maybe yeah. some more times. I don't know. Uh, seems like two big occurrences. Yeah. So, um, then we get oh. into, apparently, Brad's favorite scene that he wants to the read out loud. greatest <laughs> bit of dialogue that David Duchovny has ever uttered. And I mean that in the cow way. Uh, my oh. one note about this thing was WTF writers. WTF. Yeah. I, it's what? <laughs> I, I, I just, um, uh, can, can now we just, Brad, may I just strange. introduce a concept that I find utterly defying and that I know that, you know, all the sports facts, but I just want to talk about this. Um, why is everyone else who's playing basketball wearing sweaters and long pants and sweating through them all when David Duchovny is allowed to wear like a cutoff t-shirt and and doesn't have to look like he just took a shower out in the open. It's really just awful. And everyone's wearing white shoes. I, I mean, I, we can talk about David Duchovny's wearing because he looks like a garbage monster. <laughs> like, I don't know what is that fucking like awful tank top and garbage. It looks ridiculous. Yeah. It's... Funnily enough, yeah, I make my children call me Milk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, Cammy, which, like... which nickname is worse for Mulder? Milk oh. or Spooky? Uh, milk. Milk is milk worse. Is I mean, come on. Because it's so um, racialist. Let's also talk about how short Scully's skirt is. Oh my goodness. With yeah. Under that trench coat, I was like, woo, girl. <laughs> but uh, anyway, sorry. That that was my only redeeming uh, thing of this scene. Um, I just... She wouldn't be allowed on that on that basketball court with those shoes. It's just true. It's that. true, yeah. Um, sorry, guys. I just need to do some reading. In case you guys didn't watch this episode, which, if you haven't, just skip it. You'll be all right. Um, <laughs> oh, it's fabulous. Let me just, awesome. <laughs> heartfelt. Basketball player. Hey, Milk, let's play ball. Yo, home style, cough up the rock. <laughs> oh, Someone oh no, no. Oh, we, we just it don't work FP, like that. Tammy. Hey, hey, our, hey, word, word up. Oh, God, it's, hey, homegirl, word up. (laughs) Word up. Oh, Scully, I got game. Wait a second, then Scully talks about him cheating. Uh, How did he cheat? I don't, there was no cheating. I don't know. Scully does not know all the sports facts. I, it's, I, I, I was so, like, shocked by the, 
the, yeah. the dialogue, I couldn't watch whether he cheated or not. Maybe he when, did. When, I, when was White Men Can't Jump released? Like, right before this episode was written? No idea. No, I'm ready this to is J-O-B. This Snipes, Woody Harrelson thing. No, I'm ready to J-O-B, just not on some jag-off shine tip. These are words that were written by humans for other humans uh, to say on television. No background for people. checking jag-off shine tip. Uh, and this... then Scully gets into it about your J-O-B. I mean, <laughs> Chris Carter. They just threw a bunch of words in a bag and drew them out in random order. <laughs> Chris Carter so. <laughs> is like everybody's like awful racist uncle. <laughs> <laughs> and somehow he was Jeremy allowed Jackson? to create a television show. Yeah. Yeah, this oh. is it was a t- I I really didn't understand the purpose of that no. scene to be honest. It was, was like I don't get it. It was one second away from like granny rap. Like I was like <laughs> I'm Fox Mulder, and I'm here to say I'm going to investigate things in an alien way. <laughs> like, fucking kill fight, me. Fight, fight the future? <laughs> no, that's amazing. That's yeah, like 12 levels above. Indeed. Okay, so uh, after that random scene... Oh, fuck that scene. <laughs> that made the cut, by the way. That made the cut. <laughs> Hey, hey, Chris, 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 do you think we could uh, have a scene where I'm, like, playing basketball with a bunch of black guys and I get to, like, do black talk? <laughs> oh, that sounds really good, Dave. Sure. Isn't no that, problem. I hear that's part of the his shtick in Californication. Oh, no. Like, he uses oh, really? the N-word a lot or something. I don't know. Oh. Uh, but anyway. <laughs> okay, so we had time for a three-minute monologue to open the episode. Yeah. Uh, a, a crazy racist basketball scene uh, with all the fashions. Oh, I, all right, just keeping track. Just keeping track of what we've got time for. Fucking two-parters. Um, so we're back at the FBI headquarters. Spender is writing Mulder a love note. And Mulder says, <laughs> um, I've got a whole pile in the middle of my drawer I'd love to shove down someone's throat talking about that is workplace load. harassment yep mm-hmm. that is not cool mm-hmm. but um, you know what we all hated Spender so much we were like yeah Mulder stick it to him uh, Spender <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just being honest I know no, I, and I appreciate Mulder it so much. I appreciate Mulder it, was the greatest we loved him uh, and we thought Spender was stupid and we were all like yeah Spender yeah like if, yeah. if if they would Heidi, stop... what do you think about Spender versus Mulder? Um, Heidi. well, I'm <laughs> I'm a little behind on uh, listening to your podcast, so I didn't realize <laughs> that Spender was such a loved character. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think I'm I think I'm still at the end of the last season in my listening. Oh, okay. Um, but I I was kind of leaning more towards Mulder, but you're kind of pulling me the other way. <laughs> the thing is, they tell you Spender's awful, Yay! and they tell you you're supposed to hate Spender, but yeah. at no point does Spender do anything to merit the hatred, yeah. except the fact he's, that... He's not David Duchovny in the X-Files. That's the, that's the only thing that fans had to go on, and we yeah. left all over it. Which I, I really... Uh, I mean, I wish I understood your fandom. I would. <laughs> Seriously. Well, don't I'm forget, like, like, for context, this was the 90s. Yeah, of right? course. Of course. And so we, 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 we never really had a critical eye on the shows we loved. We just lapped them up. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 
Well, so you know, we were Alario, totally drinking the Kool-Aid. I'm a complete Smallville apologist, so I get it. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I, I think there's, you know, like, back in the day, I feel like shows wanted you to like all the characters. Like, they wanted you to like certain characters and dislike other ones. Where I think mm-hmm. now shows don't care as much whether you like the yeah. characters or not, it, as long as you enjoy the story being told. Because and, there's a lot of shows I watch where I'm like, I fucking want all these characters to die, but I can't. I keep watching because I love the story. I mean, there was there was very little depth to Mulder's character, but because he was always being thrust upon us as the hero of yeah, the show, yeah, of course, he was the hero of the show, yep. and you either you and you either watched the show and thought that, yeah. or you didn't watch the show. So it was it was basically a situation where they bring this other guy in, who's this asshole. Yeah, and you know, and we—it was natural for us to just despise him because yeah. we were told to, and you know, it was all good fun. It was just TV. Yep, still is. <laughs> it still happens to just be TV, so that's good. Yeah, <laughs> but, but, but but with a lot of shows mm-hmm. now that have like layers to their characters, yeah. and you know, like the whole—I mean, I know that it's it's cliche at this point, but the whole an- like anti-hero thing, uh, yeah, and mm-hmm. like having compelling characters that you can sympathize or empathize with, but who are terrible people. A la Breaking Bad and other shows. It's like now we now. I mean, you you look at Mulder and he's like, what is really going on? Like this is really kind of <laughs> shitty. Um, but with the 1990s eyes, it was yeah. like, yeah, Spender's the worst. Boo, right? Yeah. Oh, I get it. It was also the era. I think that you know that the Iron Sheik was still a popular character in pop culture and he was just some guy from Missouri who pretended to be Iranian so people could boo him right so <laughs> oh. <laughs> I mean, we, we, we have to remember the context of the times we were all really just hopping on people to hate and other people to love so oh poor Spender I feel bad now <laughs> Yeah, because you got to think, he went all the way to write Mulder a note because he wants his mom to get help. So at the end of the day, even though he doesn't like Mulder or what he's going to do, he wants his mom, he wants to know what happened to his mom. So he's going to reach out to the person that his mom wanted to talk to, even if he doesn't think it's the right thing to do. Which, again, I respect Spender for. And Mulder being a dick, the truth is out there, Agent Spender, maybe you should just find it for yourself. Fuck you. Oh, fuck you. Yeah. Yeah. It was. It was kind of terrible. So, um, leave Spender alone. (laughs) (laughs) I smell a viral video coming (laughs) up. So then we're at St. Mark's Medical Center. Uh, We have Doctor Openshaw there uh, talking to to George, and. (laughs) Uh, two old boring people. I don't know. Whatever uh, happened. Boring. <laughs> Openshaw. Openshaw has burns all over, but only some of them are covered up. They had to leave the burns on his face. Gauzeless. <laughs> what a horror! What horrifically evil, sadistic doctors. Ugh, the lucky like George killed him. Died at the site. The people who died at the site were, like, burnt to, like, a crisp. They were, yeah. like, you know, Aunt Baru and uh, Uncle Owen, you know, in yeah. Star Wars. They were, like, yeah. crispy skeletons. How well, did there's... he get away with just mild burns to his face? How? Oh. Mm. Oh. There was less oxygen in the train car. Therefore, the fire burned more slowly. There you go. Bam. Justified. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> also, uh, they, uh, they, they, were, they were pre-gaming... Uh, <laughs> 
so they were filled with alcohol, <laughs> so they caught on fire much easier. That's true. Um, so we find out in that scene that Cassandra was a success, but Cigarette Smoking Man does not want her to be a success. They they saved her to expose us. And even though Dr. Openshaw said she's the key to everything, George says, I won't let her out of our hands. And um, even Dr. Openshaw realized that C- Cassandra must be terminated and that they'll come question him. So George does the only thing he can do. He kills Dr. Openshaw. <laughs> He murders a defenseless old man. Yeah. Exactly. Because yeah. if they find out that they successfully made a, quote, hybrid, um, <laughs> then... painful for Brad to say. I can see it on his face. Yep. It's not a hybrid. That's not what that word means. Uh, you don't know what clones mean, and you don't know what hybrid means, you dummy writers. Um, Inconceivable. Um, so if, if it's found out that they've successfully made the hybrid, then... Dot, dot, dot... <laughs> what? what? It happens? makes perfect sense. What happens? As long then? as you don't think about it too hard, Brad. What? Why can't right. you just so stop thinking about it? Because if, if they if they're successful, because they've been you know they've been working with the aliens, um, so that they can buy time to uh, uh, make a vaccine for the black oil, which they did, and uh, also yep. to uh, make hybrids, which they've done now. So they've done it now. So now when I guess now uh, next step would be. Well, I guess they don't want the aliens they've been working with to know that they've done all this, but the alien rebels know that they've done all this and are going to expose them to the alien race. Which would be a good time to align with the rebels now that you've got a well, vaccine and the exactly, hybrid. Yeah. Race. Well, and that's isn't that, that's the next scene, right, where they're talking about where some of the elders are now saying, "Well, maybe uh, we should start aligning with them," even but, though they had oh, wait, before. Wait. We still have a Scooby Doo scene to cover. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah. I'm, I, I uh, but just to, but just to jump scene. ahead, I, I, yeah. in that scene with, when they're when the elders, yeah. I just assumed that all the elders that were pushing for the working with the rebels were undercover rebels. Oh, yeah, there was just one. Yeah, but I thought well, I thought maybe there was more than one. Well, there was one we guy that was know. waffling, but I think How he's just a know? waffler in general. <laughs> Uh, but like the one guy the like, in the next scene when when the rebels show up dressed dressed disguised as as um, I keep wanting to say Oppenheimer but it's not right it's <laughs> Openshaw 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> Chris Carter you jerk. Sure. Um, so when not Oppenheimer shows up uh, sorry when not not uh, when fake not Oppenheimer shows nope, up Oppenheimer shows out the elder Oppenheimer <laughs> when Oppenheimer shows up. <laughs> Strangles the elder that was on the phone with George. Um, I I didn't realize he was going to disguise himself as him, but um, you know that's what spending all that time in the House of Black yeah. and White does. You know, totally and now, put on someone else's face. And now we definitely know that the uh, that the, that these guys are also shapeshifters, which I think yeah. was still up in the air before. Yeah, uh, yeah. Tammy, your spreadsheet is broken now. I know. Now I gotta like, go back and. We knew this from season one or two, right? Well, no, yeah, because there's some that can shapeshift, other aliens who don't. Other and aliens. you would assume the ones that have like mutilated their faces so that they can't be inflected with the black oil, which they tell us in this episode, that yeah. they wouldn't be the ones that can shapeshift. Because if you can shapeshift a new orifice, then, yeah. <laughs> then what's the point in mutilating your face? <laughs> yeah. Or were they just, I don't know, that looked really almost lame. Just yeah, shapeshift so- the. You know, like an orifice-less body. Yeah. 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 Instead Pretty. of yeah, yeah, actually doing something to yourself. 
Um, so yeah, so we're in the, the next scene is just where the second elder is talking to George and George is telling him that the rebels have struck and they killed the project doctors and burned all of them. And Dr. Openshaw is, has died, um, as well. And that was pretty much that scene. (laughs) So I I take it the rebels are like, Hey, you, you assholes stop like half-assing it and get in a fucking fight already. Is that what we're to take from it? Because why are the rebels, like, stopping? Yeah, and then at the end of that discussion is when the second elder reaches out, scratches off the man who looks like Dr. Openshire's face, and then we see that he's a faceless alien rebel. It's super disgusting. And he grabs the second elder by the throat, and yeah. Yeah. We see flames rising up and hear screaming. It's just gross. The whole face peeling thing, I don't care how cheesy it is, it's still disgusting. Oh, it's, whole, it's like, fantastically gross. And then you realize how gross it must have been if you were really on Scooby-Doo. <laughs> Jane changed my childhood. And how come is it you can scratch off their fake shape-shifted face, <laughs> um, but there's, and there's no green... Um, uh, it's red. It's, uh, is that hilarious? It's red. It's oh. like, <laughs> maybe it's like a real face, but no, because open sh- but Nopenheimer was somewhere else. Yeah. Uh, uh, make, could this not make sense? <laughs> oh, don't dig too deep. That's inconceivable. Uh, so Scully and Mulder are in the next scene, and um, Mulder is looking at images of the burned doctors from the train car, and Scully's like, hey, I thought Agent Spender offered you an X-Files assignment. And Mulder's like, it wasn't exactly an offer. Except it was. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Stop sulking. rooting jerk (laughs) I don't want to do it because it's what he wants me to do he might as well just said that yeah and Scully says so you think it's a setup and Mulder is like well maybe maybe not exactly I don't know Listen, all I know is like um, I had the measuring tape out and he wouldn't pull his pants down (laughs) and Scully of course I mean you know I mean if someone pulls out measuring tape you have to pull your pants down sorry And um, Scully says, look, I was there when Cassandra disappeared. Um, You know, you sat with me during hypnosis. Uh, What was it? Um, Relax your jaw and your hips or something? I don't even know. (laughs) 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 Um, And she's like, I was taken to one of those train cars. I was tested. What if she could tell us um, or could expose us to this? You know, who did this? And it's like, yeah, Mulder, your own fucking partner was went through this had went through the same thing. Don't you want to know what I mean, if you don't care about Cassandra and Spender, fine. I think that's dumb, but fine. But this is your partner. Well, yeah, but the real thing, important thing is me. So me. Yeah. And then even in the transcript, Mulder looks at her, then considers it. Oh, what? <laughs> no, just uh... fucking do it. I know the transcripts are not real, but still. <laughs> <laughs> Um, speaking of the transcripts, I'd just like to talk about the opening, uh, because we cut to the hospital, and it says, close-up of something green and slimy. It's yeah. jello. There was no question. <laughs> yeah. It was jello. <laughs> yep. It's not like they tried to fake us out with a spooky alien. No, it, we knew it was jello. There was a spoon. What are you talking about? <laughs> All right, transcript writer. What is that? That's oh, why I love no. the transcript so much, because they make me laugh. Oh, and then they put their hand in, and what do they feel? Is it brains? No, it's... Ah. <laughs> Those grapes. They exactly. could have eaten them, but instead they put their hands all over them. <laughs> so is that what turns their insides green? They just eat a lot of jello? Maybe. Mm-hmm. Yes. That would make all the sense. Jelly, 
Yes, only limoncello. So Cassandra and Scully have a uh, embrace. They're so they're so happy to see each other. Um, okay, there, there's something that annoys me in this scene, which is I think it's in this scene where she's going on. A, well, first of all, I have to say the woman who's guarding Cassandra yes. has Lego hair, and it was really distracting. <laughs> she looks like a Lego person. I love her. Um, I feel like she might be secondly, a robot. <laughs> she, is, she is a robot secondly I, I don't like the fact that Cassandra's going on about I need someone I can trust and someone that can actually do something about it talking about Mulder and I was like what about Scully Scully's right there Yeah. yeah. what makes Mulder s- such a special snowflake oh <laughs> so annoying oh Mulder is a special snowflake anyway <laughs> Uh, yeah, so she's, um, we see that Cassandra can now get up on her own and walk. She's cured. Um, but she really needs a cigarette. <laughs> I'm like, oh, geez. Um, uh, more on that later. Um, oh my God. They don't even go outside. Oh my God. <laughs> I could not believe it. Everything else I was paying attention to vanished. And I was just uh, agape, mouth agape going, what the fuck? They're smoking in a room in the hospital? Yep. Yes. Whoa. Yeah. It just no, looks like a storage worse. room. Don't do that. There's this probably was... oxygen tanks in there. Yeah. 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 Yep. Guys, this wasn't 1964, by the way. This happened in, this episode is 1999. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Um, Cassandra said the worst line. Oh my God, I think I'm going to pee the floor. No, Cassandra. Uh-oh. Yeah. You're a grown adult. Don't ever say that line. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Because, by the way, um, they sneak into, like, a, a room where they've turned off the lights because you have to turn yeah. off the lights in every room, um, apparently, if you're in the FBI. Um, and Mulder's, like, hiding in a hospital room. So they, they've got to get away from the security um, robot woman. Um, understandable. All right? Because Spender doesn't want his mom being harassed by a crazy person. Get that. Um, but do you think maybe they would keep somebody on the lookout outside are on tap with Mulder. Just, I feel like, is it, do you really, really, you're going to let, your Scully can go freely into the room. Spender's going to allow that. Um, yep. Can take her out. She, all right, all right, cool. Whatever. You're going to hide in the hospital mm. room. Cool. Why is he hiding? Why not, if, if you're going to that level, just go to like uh, the room, hang out. Anywhere, anywhere. Because Mulder likes to feel like he's been, you know, oh, I'm, I'm going to have to hide because I'm so important. Ugh. Go to the lobby. Like, just be down in the smoking area, um, which they should be at, by the way. Um, hey, did we glance over the fact that um, Cassandra can walk now? We mentioned it. It's like, okay. Great. Yeah, and then I, I was just going to say that Scully had said, oh, was it the doctors who, you know, were, made you walk? And she's like, no, the aliens. But then she says that the, the aliens... Um, goal now is to wipe us off the planet. They're taking over the universe. They're in- infecting all other life forms with a black substance called purity. It's their life force. It's what they're made of. Ugh. The aliens have the same marketers as uh, George W. Bush's administration. <laughs> <laughs> it's really terrible for the environment. Let's call it the Clean Air Act. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Fucking Dick Cheney. He was always one of them. So, and and I just like how shocked uh, Mulder always looks because we know that Mulder was also infa- in, infected with the black oil, even though nobody talks about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I really what? want that to come back. Well, he it wasn't. It never happened. That never happened. That uh, never happened. Yeah, obviously not. That was not. fanfic that they put on the air for some reason. 
That's not canon. Nope. So dumb. <laughs> um, Scully says, uh, the doctors weren't infected, they were burned, and Cassandra talks about the rebel forces that are mutilating their faces so they won't be infected. This is what I couldn't tell my son Jeffrey. <laughs> so much exposition. Yep. yep. Chris that we already Carter. know about. Yes, uh, that we've heard three other times in the same exact episode. <laughs> Including in a three-minute monologue. Like, what do you... <gasps> and the previously on. <laughs> Best part of this scene, though, guys, was Mulder literally going, this woman is insane. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, says, when that happens, yeah, it's pretty awesome. That's pretty scary, really. <laughs> Mulder says, do you know who these men are? Cassandra says, oh sure, one of them's my ex-husband, Jeffrey's father. And I was like, oh my god, we're gonna find out George's name! And yes. they don't ask her his name! Nope, never. I'm like, seriously, you guys have actually complained that you don't know his name, but you never bother asking the people who would know. Unless yeah. she really just never knew his name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that man I was married to. Husband. <laughs> When we when we signed the marriage certificate, he signed it as Smokey. Uh, I thought that was weird. He signed it Morley McMorlerson. I mean, the thing is, you know, um, you know, he we introduced himself and we went on our first date, but then I I forgot his name and I was too embarrassed to ask. So I oh just like uh, he told me it rhymed with a part of the male anatomy. And then I what? called him. And then I, it's a Seinfeld episode, guys. <laughs> Oh, I, I've never seen Seinfeld. I, well, I understand that you, 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 that, <laughs> that's very sad for you. But I mean, when, when, as soon as Brad started talking about it, it's, it's totally the Mulva episode of Seinfeld. <laughs> he forgot his girlfriend's name. <laughs> and he's trying to figure out her name. And he's like, yeah, when I was a kid, kids always made fun of my name. You know, Smelly Jerry, Mary Jerry. How did kids make fun of your name? Dot, 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 dot. And she's like, oh, it was terrible, you know, but it has to be when your name rhymes with a part of the female anatomy. And he was convinced her name was Mulva. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Poor George. Nobody <laughs> cares enough about his role in this to ask no. for his name. It's really embarrassing. Like, it just brings me back to that episode when he was writing that novel and how Ugh. just sad and pathetic he is. He's just he a really sad is. sad. He is. He really is. It was, Aww. and and it that episode still kills like my version, my original version of George, yes. which he was yeah. very scary yeah. and yeah. Yeah. Yeah, creepy, yeah. and like, oh, we should be scared of this guy. And mm. ever since then, it's like never, I've just never nothing. been scared of him anymore. I, this show has never recovered from that episode for me. <laughs> like, I was st I, at that point, I still was like, you know, most of this is kind of garbage, but whatever. It's a fun ride. Um, I feel like you know, it could, it could, it could pick up. I could see it picking up. I, since then, that episode broke me. <laughs> <laughs> George's book broke you. Oh. Um, so, yeah, so we get another uh, monologue by George that talks about Cassandra being realizing she's the role in the greatest science project that man has ever known. Uh, no, you just take some vinegar and some baking soda, guys. It's not that big. <laughs> Maybe a little bit of green food coloring. There you go. And also that he that his colleagues didn't even know, and he killed to keep them unknowing. He killed Dr. Openshaw so they wouldn't discover her. So he, he's been trying to cover up Cassandra, I guess. But isn't this what they're for, working towards? Yeah. Cassandra, who needed to die. <laughs> and he couldn't... He didn't even like her, but he couldn't kill the, the mother of his son. What? <laughs> uh, 
I didn't even like her. Yeah. He said a woman he never loved. He never said he didn't like her. I feel Although, like frankly, she does seem like the annoying type. She was yes. terrible. I never loved her, um, though she did um, make an excellent potato battery. <laughs> <laughs> you clip a wire to one ear and then another one to this finger here, and look at the light bulb. <laughs> um, so he She's says a potato that, hybrid. Uh, they had to focus on their newest threat, the faceless alien rebels who burned our doctors alive. So, And then we get Crycheck! With Yay! PowerPoint. I was so yeah, happy. <laughs> we get Crycheck, and he looks, I'm going to say, it, damn fine in this episode. He was dressed Everyone in a nice, a nice PowerPoint suit. looks awesome. There was, a, there was a lot of nice close-ups of him, and I could see his lovely, luscious eyelashes. I was very happy. Also, we get Candy Apple. I'm always yes. happy to see Candy Apple and his monotone delivery. So, yeah, <laughs> I was happy. What does this mean? I am a robot. <laughs> Um, yeah, so Crycheck is, yes, doing a PowerPoint presentation showing slides of burn victims talking about the rebels. Um, and yes, he says, what do they want? Uh, (laughs) just to expose our enterprise, everything we've worked for. And yeah, we have control of the federal agencies. Our new man at the FBI is very capable of diverting attention because nobody knows that that's his son. How does nobody know? Again, they ended up using the same actor, so they have to look exactly the same. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also, you oh, think they would know of all of his aliases. Yeah. It's yeah. not like he was undercover for a while. He's been, like, working with them consistently the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, and then the alien rebel... A guy was like, hey, why don't we side with the rebels? Join their alien resistance. But but they did discuss that before the alien rebels infiltrated their little group, like in a previous episode. They have discussed possibly going yeah. with the alien rebel. Okay. I'm like, this was on the table. Yeah, but it's what always like... really open. I, I don't know how open they were to us well, uh, viewers about alien rebels per se, but they have had, you know, discussions and debates. It's not like yeah. it's just been like a bunch of yes men and, yeah, you know. I, I still, like, it seems like the aliens are taking over. They're pretty awful. Their plan is to make the human race hybrids um, for slave labor. <laughs> and I just, yeah. it's such a bad plan. It's such a shitty plan. And that's exactly what Crycheck yeah. brings up. It's yeah. an option you declined long ago. Resistance was futile then. Oh, <laughs> Why would it be any less so now? That's why you voted against it, against men like Bill Mulder. Collaboration was allowed, has allowed you to prepare to stall colonization. I mean, how close are you to developing a human-alien hybrid? That alone ensures your survival. Survival? And then that guy says, as slave laborers for the aliens. (laughs) And and George and Krychek both look very (laughs) suspiciously at him. I mean, like, I, I just, I don't understand. You bought yourself time to secretly develop a way to combat the aliens to fight the future. Uh, fight, fight, fight the future. Exactly. <laughs> and I like that George is like, Alex, enough. Like, that's his son, too. I know he called him Alex. I know. Well, be- and because the whole thing is George has already Alexander. figured out. Yeah. George has already figured out that, oh, this is a fucking... This is one of these bastards who's like shape shifted up into our place, and he's like, "Stop telling all the secrets." <laughs> exactly. But like, he, <laughs> hey, everything's been.
even said like what's <laughs> like why doesn't he just start him like hey just <laughs> Or just, like, say, hey, I think that's one of them. And then they just, like, all stab them with the little things. Because surely they probably all carry those, like, 24-7, well, right? Here's the problem, yeah. right? How many of them are um, undercover rebels? That's yeah, the thing, right? Yeah. So you don't want to necessarily... What if Alex and Smokey, sorry, George, are the only two that aren't rebels there? <laughs> At right? that point, then so, why are we... That would be hysterical. That would be so great. <laughs> I would love that so much. Please. Everyone just takes off their face. <laughs> All right, listen, we were trying to get you guys on our side because we're rebels and we would like you to be on our side. And then all of a sudden it's revealed this episode was guest directed by Quentin Tarantino. (laughs) (laughs) And we got to fight their way out of there. So kooky. A snow white background. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, so the next scene we got Mulder and Scully going into the X-Files office of Spender and Diana Fowley, whose name I never wanted to see ever again. Um... There's uh, no login screen. No. There's no There's no little scene about, oh, I have to figure out Spender's password. That would have been perfect for, I'm a stupid head. And it would have been his password. Efficient. Efficiency. That's his Efficiency. password. <laughs> okay. and, and Mulder being the loudest typer ever. That's how they oh heard that God. he was down there. <laughs> yeah, but you remember yes. keyboards in the 90s. Yes. <laughs> Let me tell you, those keyboards, by the way, if you have one of those keyboards, I probably mentioned this in a previous episode. I apologize if I'm repeating myself. If you have one of those old clackety clack keyboards, sell them on eBay. You can make a mint. Seriously. Hipsters love them. What type of mint? Um, <laughs> I, mint? Think, mint? I think uh, spearmint. Um, Mulder at this point says Smokey's got a name, so... He's down there looking for George's name. Why didn't he just ask Cassandra? Exactly. Well, no, because he, do- he doesn't know that Smokey is the father. Ah. Uh, they oh, just oh, know yeah. that Spender's father is the but guy. They sh- but, but they, they don't they know should have asked, As soon as she said, my, my ex-husband is one of these yeah, guys leading the conspiracy, yeah. the obvious question is, who's that? Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. But <laughs> no. no. Oh, but they you know, we're just ended there. You know? What they did was they walked, they turned around, walked out the door, <laughs> got in their car, did not speak, <laughs> went to the FBI, went to Skinner's office, said, come on. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> uh, Skinner tries to get them up off of the desk as quickly as possible because they're coming, and Spender walks right into them. Oh, I'll assume you came down here to apprehend these agents for unauthorized entry into my office. <laughs> no, wait. What he should this, say is, for this. unauthorized entry into my office, unauthorized stealing of my garbage, and unauthorized <laughs> pinching of my cupcakes. <laughs> <laughs> this is the scene that cemented everyone's hate for Spender. He Why? comes down. He's all... You guys are in my office. Now you're going to lose your jobs. They, they are, oh, they're in his office so again. They're in his office. <laughs> Stealing his personal so information, it's by the, the way. X-Files. It's about Mulder and Scully, not this. Who is this guy? He's this the guy in the charge X-Files of the guy. X-Files. He doesn't even want to be on the X-Files. Look, he's, we look, hated he's him Jeffrey, so He's much. Jeffrey Frank Spender. He's a <laughs> hero. That's awesome. 
We uh, love him. Think about we hated him so much, you guys. You have no idea. All the tax dollars <laughs> that Mulder and Scully have wasted. Think about just the cases that they've they've um, gotten involved the people in. People they've killed. The people they've killed, and the cases where they didn't do anything to change the outcome. And just think about those tax dollars alone. Like we could have had national health care. <laughs> <laughs> no, you couldn't. That'll never happen. Sorry, buds. Oh, someday. But so, yeah, the, we hated him so much. <laughs> well, then, uh, is this, yeah, this is the next scene you mu- was the one that you loved then, where Spender we goes cheered. and talks, us to, talks to George <laughs> and says, I've done what you asked. Mulder's uh, been brought up to superiors because Spender's trying to do it all the right way. <laughs> Yes. Like, okay, look, I they're going to be prosecuted by the FBI. I've done everything you've asked. And George is like, uh, no. <laughs> I think he wanted to just kill Mulder. <laughs> but yeah, Spender's not looking yeah. uh, like he's going to do that. <sighs> this upsets me, this scene. He's slapping poor Spender around. And then he tells him, you paled to Fox Mulder. I was oh, like, yeah. oh, no, you didn't. <laughs> like, that's, that's but see, cool. the last the last part of that line was, you pale to Fox Mulder, your brother. <laughs> no. Yes. <laughs> no. They're not brothers. They have to Come be. on. Now. They have to be brothers. <laughs> they yeah, must. They no. No. What I love amazing. is that he smacks him once. Yeah. And then he smacks him again. <laughs> and to us, that was like the extra snap just slap for the fans. Right? It was just, just the worst. I, and seriously, I gave you power. I gave you responsibility. Hey, he was already an FBI agent. Like, yeah. before you ever came along, asshole. Like, you, you took him from being a promising up-and-coming FBI agent to putting him, like, on a fucking X-Files where he had to be like, oh, somebody says that a spooky ghost showed up. No, thank you. Like, yeah, yeah if anything, he brought him down in his yeah. career. <laughs> yeah, but after that second he slap, he brought him down in down. his self-esteem. Oh, Yeah. He just couldn't get back up again. He couldn't it's all abuse. It. It's a lot of yeah. abuse there. The professor yeah. sat down. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he did. <laughs> All right, so uh, the next scene, we got Mulder shooting basketball again. <laughs> and Scully says, I bet you're curious about CB- CGB. Okay, and, uh, so we know yeah. that this obviously stands for, this is this is canon now in my head, Chester George Barnabas Spender. <laughs> that is the name. Nice. I will not hear anything different. But he goes by his middle name, George. Right. Yep. And uh, we now have confirmed for Mulder and Scully that uh, Spender's dad is Cigarette Smoking Man, and that Cigarette Smoking Mm Man was in a picture with his father, which didn't we already know George and his dad were friends? Like, this Uh, isn't new, right? Don't we have family picnic pictures? Okay. No, but I think Mulder's seen the photo of George and his mum together as well. Yeah, Yeah, because like uh, old Tina with a double E was like... uh, (laughs) (laughs) I do believe that Mulder, this is the first evidence Mulder has that his dad was involved in this stuff. No. No. Because the they've shown no? pictures, yeah, of and we dad. had when he had and his dad met that guy. We had that old flashback episode, um, yeah. where his da- where he was talking to his dad's old pal. Yeah, 
And That's he's, true. And he's seen mm. all the photos from Tina but McDoubly. It, it's, it's been multiple <laughs> times now, but every time they show Mulder a picture of his dad with anybody, it's like Mulder, did, it's this, he's only learning yeah, about I guess that's why I have time. that impression. Yeah. Yeah. It's every, every time. time. Every it's time. Every time. <laughs> <laughs> it's so... What? Yeah. They know each other? Huh? <laughs> What? How? <laughs> um, because like every five weeks, like you find an old photo. Like this dude, like <laughs> all he just needs to do is go through his parents' photo albums for and a he'll time, learn all the information yeah. for a time before Instagram. This dude should <laughs> pop up in a lot of photos. <laughs> Great job, secret agent man. <laughs> yeah, and and the caption is George and his bay. Ah. Anyway. <laughs> All right, wrong crowd for that thesis slang. Next, oh. not all winners, folks. <laughs> so Scully uh, says that Cassandra Spender is indeed Jeffrey's mother and the ex-wife of CGB Spender. <laughs> but uh, she Please, was first Chester de- George Barnabas Spender, Tammy. It's a lot of syllables. <laughs> yeah, I can't. Uh, <laughs> she Chester, was Chester George. We also find out she was abducted the night that Samantha was abducted. What? Yeah. And Doctor Openshaw is also linked to spent uh, to George, and he was a doctor that was found amongst the burn victims next to Cassandra. He died the next day in the hospital before he was questioned. Mulder says this project is still going on. Scully's like, yeah, <laughs> that is the line. Yeah. <laughs> 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 So, George said, if Mulder hadn't known his father's history with me, he was fueled now with names and dates and Ugh. certainties. Except he did! He did know about his yeah. father's history. Okay, I, <laughs> I couldn't stop him any longer. Stop him from learning our sins. His father's and my own. The truth Ugh. was out there, fatally exposed. I had <laughs> one last hope. One chance to preserve my legacy. Enter Luke Skywalker. <laughs> A.K.A. Jeffrey Spender. He just wanted to go down to Toshi Station and get some power inverters. Which, by the way, come on now. Luke fucking Skywalker, that annoying little douche versus Jeffrey Spender. Jeffrey Spender all the way. Um, no. Uh, so Spender, uh, pulls up to where, or a dark car pulls up to where Spender's waiting. Spender's like, I waited like you asked. George says, good, I'm pleased. I was doubtful after our last meeting. You think? You think after slapping him around? Spender's so pathetic, though, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, I know. I did I not enjoy that he went back pop-up. there. Yeah. My pop-up will arrive with a new task <laughs> for me. Like a little lap dog. Yeah. We hated him so much! <laughs> um, he gives Spender the... That thing, <laughs> the little, nice. little hey, now. <laughs> the ice pick thing, and says, uh, "You need to kill this dude that's infiltrated our group. He's pretending to be a member of the group. That's uh, a lot to lay on somebody. You just need to uh, kill him now with this thing. <laughs> I, like, this whole time he's been keeping him out. Like everybody's like, oh, Spender can't handle the truth about aliens. Oh, we can't. We, he'll never believe it.'" And now I'll be like, all right, uh, Spender, by the way, there's aliens. Once infiltrated our group, he's a shapeshifter. Take this, uh, stab him in the back of the neck with it. <laughs> Hmm? <laughs> they hit him with a truth bomb. I like that Crychek says, watch where you point that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know. And also, as we said, 
this is we get check and spender. Yeah, we do. Exactly. This is yes, amazing. We do. Yep. Check and fucking Spender. Like they're kind the of best. badass together. It was a little like funky oh. guitar. <laughs> Check and Spender. Yeah, so Spender uh goes. Spender really should have sat shotgun please. though, right guys? Yeah. Like not in the back. If, like, yeah. if someone is uh, if someone is listening who has editing skills, please make us little fake opening credits for Check and Spender, please. <laughs> It would be the best thing ever with funky like music over the top, like the the shaft theme. Oh please! Um, so so Spender goes into uh, Nope and Shaw's uh, house and says, "Oh, I'm. Can you tell me uh, what you have to tell me? Uh, I'm just here for. I don't even know. He just makes up some bullshit reason it to was get in the weird. house." Yeah, I, I'm not sure why this guy let him in, because... Uh, I got a message from the group, uh, I just wanted to, uh, just, uh... Pff, yeah, he was not good at uh, that. Yeah, I just wanted, I got a... I just got some, uh, they, they want me to just drop by and just give you a, uh, telegram, uh... Yeah, it candy gram. And so <laughs> then he drops... Candygram. Yeah. <laughs> so he drops the card by accident. <laughs> That's and so says, good. And when he goes to, like... Needle him. He's like, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love you, Spender. I love him. And then, uh, and he who hesitates loses. Exactly. Aww. Yeah, because the faceless Ooh. alien rebel guy starts attacking him, and Spender knew to rip his face off. I don't know. No, he was just grasping at straws. Right? He's like, uh, Ah, I'm getting choked out by this old man <laughs> who's surprisingly strong. <laughs> I'm gonna go for his eyes. Yep, so uh, Crychek stabs him in the back of the neck. Yeah. <laughs> and the green fluid comes out of the alien rebel's neck. Okay. Um, For a second, people, can we discuss the green alien fluid? Yeah. In seasons past, that has killed people. Yes. Killed yeah. people just it by... It out the gas. Yeah, no. letting out the yep. gas, the terrible gas. Yep. What? <laughs> Why does it have no effect? And it didn't seem like Crychek and Spender went running out of there. No, they come, we come back later, they're just like sitting around having a good time. Yeah. yeah Crychek's being all bro like, oh, this is the first one you've seen, huh? Huh? You've yeah, seen one before, so huh? I, I huh? don't understand. Do you, do, do, do you even lift, Jeff? Huh? Because huh? I was even concerned <laughs> for the doctors earlier when yeah. they were working on Cassandra and, you know, all, yeah. but they had all the masks on and I'm thinking, okay, yeah. so they know how to handle this. Right. But these yeah. two doofuses don't know what's going on. I mean, well, they, Crychek knows what's going on. I don't understand how they... Yeah. This didn't no have sense. any effect. I don't. I, is this new? What did they forget about it? I don't. I, oh yeah, yeah. Okay. You know, all it's right. all you know because uh, check and spender are real men, and they don't need no uh, <laughs> pussy gas mask. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's it. That's it. That's all. Okay. okay. Let's move on. Okay. Whew. I'm glad that got explained. Thank you, Lyria. <laughs> yep. Let's move along. <laughs> Nothing to see here. <laughs> check and spender is filmed before a live studio audience. <laughs> That was commented on somewhere when I was doing my research. Oh, okay. So it's not something that people just let go. Okay. By. Yeah, because I was very it, confused. I was like, I mean, I know that they've obviously been changing some things around. Like the definition of hybrid and clone. Um, <laughs> and the fact that Mulder has been infected by black yeah, oil. Brad, you never keep been talking black. about words like they actually mean specific uh. things. <laughs> the Come English on. language is very fluid. It's <laughs> very fluid. It all the time. You just think that the people that uh, this job was to be to write the show might uh, have some interest in using words yeah, correctly. <laughs> uh, so we're in Mulder's apartment, and Mulder opens the door for Skinner. And 
Uh, Skinner's like, you say Cassandra's life is in danger. <laughs> looks like, her life's been in danger going on 30 years. <laughs> oh, well, then what's a few minutes gonna matter? <laughs> exactly. And Mulder goes on his um, government conspiracy rant. <laughs> and now talks about it's the, the most private global enterprise. <laughs> and then talks about the developing alien-human hybrids that will survive the viral apocalypse when aliens colonize the Earth. Skinner says, and I suppose you have proof of this. <laughs> and then Fox says the yeah. words that he knows will get Skinner to believe him. Evidence that Agent Scully dug up. Exactly. And Skinner's all of a sudden like, What? <laughs> And Mulder shares with Skinner that cigarette smoking man is Spender's father. <laughs> I love how surprised Skinner's. Oh, well, that proves that there's a viral alien <laughs> outbreak. <laughs> yeah, and Scully's like, uh, yeah, we have documented evidence. Um, and Skinner's like, you believe this? This whole account? Like, <laughs> Well, not the part about the alien uh, yeah. virus, just the part that these people work together. Oh, okay. Well, all right then. Well, proof. Uh, yeah, so they believe Cassandra's life is in danger, but not Scully, because Cassandra represents the final stages of the experiment. And, um, she's under, we find out she's under 24-hour guard, assigned by Agent Spender. So, uh, so the next scene is with Crycheck and Spender. <laughs> just hanging out. Just, yeah, just just, just hanging out while, uh, toxic alien blood bubbles. <laughs> And again, asking, so you've uh, never seen one of these before? No? It's your first time. (laughs) Yeah. And then we have the dialogue that confirms to me how Krychek is jealous of Spender and wants George all to himself as a father figure. He lets it slip that Spender's mom is at the center of all this research and he's got to do this and that. No, you didn't know these things? <laughs> oh, yes. This will solidify Krychek as the only son that George wants. Absolutely. Yeah. The great sacrifice by great men like your father? why he put you on the X-Files. It's why your father sent you here to protect the project, Jeff. I love that he wasn't Jeff. Yeah. Jeff? Yeah. I know. Jeff and Alex. Oh. <laughs> so that you can I love it. My father's kid. involved in that? Your father directs the experiments. Yeah. You should have just added dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then oh. we get a, another monologue uh, by Cigarette Smoking Man. Oh. I've trusted yep. no one. Drink. Um, I have little doubt of my son's disloyalty to me certainly led Mulder and Scully to us (laughs) his mother must know by now her central role in the grand plan do you wonder why I've chosen you you've never betrayed me now I need someone to trust and then we find out he's been Fucking talking to Diana Fowley uh, this whole time. And even more shockingly, oh, yeah. she's not asleep. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just feel like if I was hearing because this, she's, she's a robot. Oh. She's a robot. <gasps> Is she in league with that robot that was uh, protecting uh, Cassandra Spender? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> and, I the only, same hairdresser. 
And the only reason I remembered her name was Diana is I was like, oh yeah, she's the fake Dana with the extra eye. <laughs> <laughs> that Stupid extra name. eye, Tammy, the you know spoilers, is in the back of her head. Ah! She's a robot. <laughs> There's no eye in Dana. <laughs> there isn't Diana. <laughs> and then, uh... The next scene is there's no hospital guard outside of Cassandra's room, and Skinner enters. The bed is empty. <laughs> He's looking for Cassandra, and he even looks in the bathroom. And yeah, which kudos, like, kudos for actually yeah. checking the bathroom. Yeah. And knocking first. Yes. Good, good job, Stingray. Yeah. <laughs> he says, where's my mother? You tell me, Agent Spender. Wait, what do you, what do you yeah. think he stole her? <laughs> Stop being a dick to Spender, everyone. <laughs> Yeah, he should have told Spender, I just got here 30 seconds ago. But instead. And then we're in Mulder's apartment again. (laughs) And that's where Cassandra shows up. Stupid ending. (laughs) It's not. It's perfect. It's perfect. It is amazing. He's about to shoot this woman in the face. The cliffhanger for this episode. But the questions Mulder and Scully ask Cassandra, how did you get here? How did you get out of your room? She walks now, right? Okay. How did you get get your clothes? (laughs) I'd like to think that they hid them from her. (laughs) I had to fire a robot. I found a fucking robot. That's how I got out of there. Oh, <laughs> oh and he's going to shoot her in the face, you guys. Yeah. Xander once okay. said, you have to kill me now. The cliffhanger yeah. of this episode, is Mulder going to shoot an innocent old woman? <laughs> and that's, ever. that's the dramatic tension, because we know Mulder will probably shoot an innocent person, no questions asked. Because <laughs> that's what this show is. And, yeah, and we had she's on the literally door. asking for it. Like she's <laughs> literally asking for it. And you know, if it was any other human being, I would say, well, clearly they're not going to shoot the innocent woman, whether she's asking <laughs> for it or not. But we got she fucking Fox Mulder. Went I'm like, his gun. Ah, he might. She went for his gun. Well, I mean, I. <laughs> you know, it's different if she commits suicide or he shoots her in the face. I feel like there might be a difference there. Well, he's gonna he's gonna shoot her a couple of times. <laughs> And At that's least. the uh, cliffhanger for two fathers. Uh, <laughs> Such a stupid cliffhanger. <laughs> Mulder versus Scully. <laughs> I love how Scully's just standing there. Mulder, what are you doing? Yeah. Cause, and, and I feel bad for Scully because Scully actually cares about Cassandra. Yeah. Like, they're they're actual yeah. friends. Why don't you go to the people? Make sure uh, whoever's knocking at the door are the bad guys. <laughs> guys I don't know. I'm not going to spoil anyone. But who do you think is behind that door? Pizza guy. (laughs) (laughs) You're both right. Oh my god. (laughs) Pizza sounds so good right now. Okay, so (laughs) Mulder versus Scully. Scully. Scully uncovered the full conspiracy. Mulder sulked at a desk (laughs) and then. Cassandra. Didn't want to help, and then held a gun on an innocent old woman. <laughs> Don't forget the racist um, dialogue. Yes. Oh yeah, oh. yes, yes. Oh, that yes. was my, yeah, that was my point. <laughs> and the short skirt. Oh, oh yes. yes. <laughs> and the shirt and the shirt cut off, cut off sleeves on Mulder. Same scene. <laughs> so on fashion alone. Oh. Okay, uh, monster runway. Who's the monster this episode? 
Spender? Everyone, everyone except Spender. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm really disappointed. I can't sway you guys. <laughs> Everybody that gave shit to Spender. <laughs> Let's say George and his monologues are the monsters. Oh, okay. Yes. What yeah. about Amy Rogers? Yeah. Oh yeah. She's always the monster. She is, but I feel like she'll probably be the monster. Is, next yeah. Week. Is it more monstrous to listen to those monologues or to deliver them? <laughs> Mm. <laughs> Scariness of George and his monologues. <laughs> Terrifying. Oh, <upsetting>. <laughs> Creativity? Zero. <laughs> Sex appeal of those monologues. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, no, I would not have sex with those monologues. <laughs> me um. either. Then those monologues could not get me to have sex. <laughs> All right, feedback time. <laughs> Claire, you got anything? Uh, of what? Feedback? Yes. I do, but the only email I have is from John, and I'm not going to step on Brad's toes. This is his special time. Wow. Alright. <laughs> FYI, there was other feedback. Just... <laughs> I haven't got any. <laughs> no, I, I understand. There's a that voicemail. Means... I can't read that, though. No. <laughs> You're not trying hard enough, Claire. <laughs> Alright, I will read John's then. <laughs> Oh, <clears throat> uh, number one. Opening scene. I don't know who the female lying on the operating table is, but one thing I'm 100% certain of is that creepy old doctor should not be left alone with her. <laughs> Two. Well, X-Files, you've given us the most racist dialogue ever at the basketball court. <laughs> Truth. <laughs> Three. Ripping someone's face off is in no way, is no way to to grate to grate them at the door. <laughs> How rude. Great. <laughs> uh, four. George says he couldn't kill the mother of his son. Off the top of my head, I'm pretty sure I can come up with about three dozen reasons to kill the mother of my son. <laughs> Try harder, George, or marry her. That should make it easier. <laughs> All right. Uh, wow. Um, wow. Angie, if you're oh. listening to this podcast. I know, really. <laughs> oh, boy, it's a uh, family drama. Oh, boy, uh, guys, if anything happens, uh, see something, say something. <laughs> Five, what's the worst thing a father can say to his son? You pale to Fox Mulder. Truth. We're next going to get a video from John of him saying that to Cooper. Oh, John, if you do that, you're not getting custody. <laughs> uh, I don't know what is more disappointing about this episode, the fact that its ending is unresolved, or that it didn't, or that it didn't guest star Paul Reiser and Greg <laughs> Evigan. Oh, John knows who the other guy is! <laughs> Yay! Greg yes. Evigan! Yay! Oh. Who was it? What? The great Greg Evigan! Uh, somebody IMDb oh. him, see if he's ever done anything else. <laughs> um, I'll give this one to 5 out of 10, Crycheck Saves the Days. Yay! <laughs> see ya! John. Nice. Thanks, John. Run, Angie, run. I know. Get out of there. We'll meet you in New York. Me and Tammy will rescue you. (laughs) Getting a voicemail here. Sorry, I was busy reading an email. Didn't have time to prepare this voicemail. Because Claire threw me under the bus. 
I did. Well, I took that grenade earlier. This is true. Hello, Intuda X. My feedback for two fathers. Let's let's just get right to the best scene. I mean, George slapping down Jeffrey <laughs> twice. Yeah. Oh, Amazing. <laughs> the best thing that's ever happened on the show. Smack that little fool down yep. into the chair <laughs> like yep. he's a two-year-old. No, I yep. don't be two-year-olds, by the way. <laughs> Smack him down in the chair. Oh, oh amazing. Oh, and then he comes groveling back to do his bidding for him and kill the other guy, who, of course, is an alien. But Spender's too dumb to understand that. Uh, so uh, where, where was uh, Superhero Bay Kirsch? Where, where, where was he? I... Was he playing squash or something? Was he busy this week? Um, uh, his uh, his boy is involved in some bad stuff. His protege. What's going? I don't understand. I think a super manager would have some kind of concept when one of his guys was going rogue, wouldn't you? My God, it's almost like he doesn't know what's going on in his own office. It's crazy. <laughs> Except that his guy is Muller exactly. and Scully. Like, um... Spender, Spender reports is, to is Skinner. Skinner, yeah. <laughs> so, nope. Nope, nope, nope. Clearly, um... Uh, oh, I just paused this, by the way. There's more. Uh, but clearly, <laughs> Kirsch is on vacation this week, because that's why Mulder's off playing basketball and not doing his job. Exactly. <laughs> hmm. All right, we will continue. Man. But he's the best. How is that possible that he doesn't know what's going on in his own office when he's the manager? He's not. I, I don't understand. It's like, last week... <laughs> He accidentally sent Dana to almost get killed by a completely incompetent FBI agent. And he's got another completely incompetent FBI agent right under his nose, and he doesn't even know it. Weird. Oh, I, he's the best, I don't understand. Anyway, <laughs> Cassandra's back. Pretty good episode. I was happy to have the mythology back. It's been a long time. And, of course, Crycheck. But, oh, the slaps hurt yeah. around the world. Glorious, <laughs> glorious slaps. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Oh, oh thanks, boy. Michael. There was another deranged person. That was a person. sinister cackle at the end of that. Mm. <laughs> that voicemail. Is Michael David not watching along with us I and trying know. to go based on memory? <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got uh, <laughs> one more piece of feedback here from Daniel. And his is also, he was confused as I was. He has labeled his feedback two sons. So thank you, Daniel. It makes so much more sense. <laughs> hey, intro talks. Well, Claire, you wanted a good mythology episode. I doubt this cut it for you. Wasn't that mythology <laughs> montage at the beginning incredible? See, this whole time, it's all been connected. Chris Carter is a genius. You just didn't realize it. Sarcasm. Nope. Nope, nope, nope. <laughs> Cigarette smoking man's intermittent monologues this episode felt so boring to me and everybody else mm-hmm. spender has sent uh one memorandum to skinner the whole time he's been on the x-files it's been slow going yeah maybe if he didn't shred every report that comes his way because he thinks it's not worth getting up out of his chair to look into i but but how many x-files like when that's the reason like Mulder doesn't tell Scully where they're going is because if you just look at the report that comes in, oh boy, no. <laughs> I mean, it isn't like the X Files are his assigned job. He's been be- he's being paid for or anything. Oh wait, of course, it could also be all those camping trips with Don Kirsch. <laughs> yeah, but American Hero, 
more like desk jockey. Whoa. Then <laughs> <laughs> be fighting words, son. <laughs> and, and where has Spender's partner Diana Fowley been this whole time? I assume sleeping somewhere. Yeah. I feel like we haven't seen her in forever, even though they were assigned together. Ugh. Well, she doesn't have a desk. Yeah, yeah, really. Ugh, Mulder and Scully's conversation at the basketball gym was excruciating to listen to. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, at least we get confirmation that the last Samantha we met was a clone hybrid thing also. Mm. I know the writers don't know the difference between clones, drones, and hybrids, and consequently neither do I in the context of the show. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you all called that when it happened. But that means she's out there somewhere still, I guess. Find her find her molder and touch her face some. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> New lore, the black oil equals purity control from the Erlenmeyer flask. There you go, Brad. We finally have an official name for the cigarette smoking man. CGB Spender. That G, of course, stands for George, by the way, Claire. Just like Alvin Don Kirsch. You are Yay! all great with predicting names. <laughs> <laughs> I I amaze our I, I'm amazed by us as well. <laughs> yep, we are amazing. We know more about the X Files <laughs> than anybody. Yeah, <laughs> looks like George is picking favorite amongst his sons. I laughed out loud at slap you pale to Fox Mulder. This week we actually get we actually do get check and spender guys. Yay. It is. Re- <laughs> ridiculous how easy their faces peel off and gross Ugh, yes oh there's diana fowley finally this is the dumbest cliffhanger ever oh greed okay so i really don't care for this one at all that much though i did kind of like their attempts to further clean up the mess that x-files lore has become and streamline it but we already had done that and it was better <laughs> but mm-hmm. i didn't think it was written or constructed well at all four to ten fatherly slaps to the face Thank you, guys. That is all. Thank you, Daniel, for this episode, this week's episode. All right, and now let's go on to ratings. Illyrio, what's your rating for two fathers? Um, the fact that there were not two fathers in this episode really brought the rating <laughs> down for me. Um, Crychek is there. Awesome mythology. Awesome. Spender got slapped not once but twice. Fantastic. Uh, Skinner was a little disappointing. Uh, Dana was hot. Mulder was not absolutely inappropriate <laughs> when it came to his attempted use of slangology. Um, I'm giving this episode um, seven and a half out of ten. Super awesome skirts. <laughs> nice <laughs> sexism. Hashtag sexism. <laughs> Heidi, <laughs> um, I enjoyed this one quite a bit. Actually, I was. Um, I don't know. I guess I was happy for them to. It sort of seems like wrap up a bunch of this stuff. Maybe not. Maybe they'll just keep continuing on the way they have been. But it seems like they're kind of wrapping some of it up. So um, I was kind of happy about that. And um, there was Crycheck, and that's always good. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go seven out of ten. Faceless, flame-throwing aliens. <laughs> nice. Brad? Yeah, this was just, just terrible. Um, <laughs> that fucking monologue killed me. We brought back all the worst parts of mythology that I thought we had scrubbed away. 
Um, I don't like. I just it, it hurts. I, like, what, what happened? What happened to little Gibson? Like, it was like in like the reactor yeah, with an yeah. alien. Like, bring back that mythology. Don't bring back this clone drone hybrid nonsense where you're using words incorrectly. Can't deal with it. Everybody treated Spinder like crap again for no reason whatsoever. Um, I just I can't I can't care about any of this. I can't. I can't at all. I will say. Uh, four out of ten, uh, uh, robot, uh, guards. <laughs> Lego hair robot guards. I love, I love her. Like, I want her to come back. Claire? Yeah, this brought back some things that I love. We had Spender. We had Crycheck. Um, we had Candy Apple. We didn't have, um, Donald Kirsch, which is sad. We had Skinner, but Skinner was a bit of an asshole in this. Mulder was the worst. Everyone was mean to Spender, and I didn't like it. It upset me a lot. Uh, George's monologues were the worst. I'm going to give it six and a half out of ten. Check and Spender. <laughs> coming at you. Woo. Yeah, um, I enjoyed Check and Spender much. I am excited to say we are halfway through season six. Woo, woo. So, <laughs> there's we're doing it. That. Uh, um, I don't know if that had much to do with the episode, but it is halfway through, so yay. Uh, <laughs> um, I hated how mean they are to Spender. It really is irritating. Uh, Mulder's just terrible. <laughs> he doesn't even want to help people. Well, he's not ever wanted to help people. I don't know. He'll help you if you can put a bullet in your head. <laughs> <laughs> um, the writing was insane this week. Between that basketball court scene and all the monologues, I, I was having trouble um, just keeping up with the whole thing. I I don't know. I just found it really boring. I'm hoping really what it is is a setup to the part two. I hope this is not a three-parter. <laughs> That's my concern oh, at this point. I have no point. comment. I can neither confirm nor deny. Oh, no. I know. Yeah, so... Because typically, now, though, typically in three-parters, I only like the middle one, so... there's true. So I hopefully will like the, the next one. And, but yeah, if this is a setup episode for the next episode, the next part of it, okay, fine. I'm fine with it, but I don't feel like it is. I think we're just going to get more of the same, and I feel like we retread everything we already knew, and there wasn't anything new going on, and I'm... I've said it before, but I'm tired of people acting like things haven't actually happened in the show when they've happened already. Uh, I, I just find that so irritating when when characters don't remember things that happened to them. So um, I'm going to give this five and a half out of ten uh, things. <laughs> <laughs> so that gives this episode 6.1. That was only three. Oh. <laughs> I didn't want to do it five and a half times <laughs> alright so next up is Millennium Minute Illyrio Heidi are you, will you be staying with us I will be leaving Okay. Aww. I'm going to listen in I didn't watch because my uncle doesn't like Millennium Millennium is easy for me to say but I totally want to listen to you guys talk about it rather than be on the show because I don't ever do this. I, I rarely guest and not contribute, but I think I'm just going to sit back and listen to you guys live. Sounds good. Heidi, Ooh. where can we find you online? 
Um, you can find me at castlecast.net where I talk about ABC's Castle. Um, I am on an intro cast uh, down below for Babylon 5. And it, it's pretty much done, but you can also check out Investigating Mars, which is a Veronica Mars intro cast. Awesome. Uh-huh. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Heidi, thank you for your time and you. uh, your your uh, your feedback that you give us every week is very exciting as well. Indeed. So. <laughs> it is. <laughs> yeah, thanks guys. Alright, talk to you later, Heidi. Okay, bye. Bye, bye. Claire, what happened on Millennium this week? Oh, I don't have <laughs> yeah. it open. <laughs> I'm trying to open it now. Uh, well, I... No, I've really, what happened, on Millennium? what happened on Millennium? <laughs> I've got a confession. I only watched half the episode. That's okay. I, I felt a bit sleepy and then I had a nap and I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Hollis looked confused. This is what I got out of it. Hollis looked confused a lot. Uh, it was her sister, we were told in the synopsis, but it wasn't actually her sister. It was like her fake sister. Her illegitimate sister. <laughs> like, I don't know. And there was, there was drugs that turn people into X-Men and did they? That was it. I don't know. <laughs> That's what happened. <laughs> but um, I only watched half of it, so I thought you have to tell me if it did turn people in monsters because I, uh, I don't think it, it made did. her eyes kind of weird for a little bit, yeah. but even Frank said oh it was yeah. just temporary. Um but so, I thought I was confused because in the previous episode, didn't we find out that Hollis's sister, something happened to her? That's her because her name was sister, also yes. Melissa. Her this name was is, Melissa, so I was like, why is all the sisters called Melissa? So who's this fakey fake sister? This What's is her on? half-sister, who was an illegitimate child, so she wouldn't show up in family photo albums, Claire. That's literally oh, the line. Yeah. <laughs> she, well, she didn't know about her until not that long ago. Yeah. It's just, uh, so yeah, so we this was a Hollis-based episode, which oh I was not happy with. And it starts off with Hollis thinking that... or the department thinking that Hollis was a drug addict. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which I loved. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, and her finding her half sister, like all drugged out. And one of the lines she says to her sister is, it wasn't the case of the yips. What the fuck is that? <laughs> is that a drug term? You know I what don't the know. yips are. The yips are from yip I know. Well, no, that's what yeah. I was afraid of. I was like, do I have a case of the yips? What is that? <laughs> the yips is also a golfing term um, when (laughs) golfers who are usually very good and very stable and very consistent all of a sudden for no apparent reason have terrible terrible performance it's called a case of the yips Oh, so maybe her sister played golf (laughs) Uh, maybe the old white dudes that write this episode (laughs) are trying to uh, integrate their language Uh, yeah I, I, I'm convinced they share writing staff with Mr. Belvedere. <laughs> they wish. <laughs> um, we also get a lot of the um, guy in charge, the bullfrog, Andy. Yeah, oh, shucks, y'all. <laughs> oh, he Frank. is terrible. I don't usually find him that repulsive. Uh, Brad normally does, cool. and I'm just like, ah, whatever. He, but this episode, he was like all up in it, and he was so annoying. 
Yeah, like, I'm gonna need that boss hog dude to, like, calm it yes, down. Yes, yes, very oh, much. Oh, shucks, hey, Frank, now you know you ought to be going up there and helping Hollis. She's a drug addict. Oh, shucks, Frank, ribbit, ribbit. Oh. Also, we find out that Hollis's sisters had sent her some of these drugs to investigate. Hollis opens it, finds white powder, sticks her finger in it, and tastes it. Yeah, she tests that white powder heroin. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, then drugs were in your system, yeah. that's why. Yes. If somebody sends you um, uh, an envelope filled with white powder heroin, um, I don't feel like, uh, maybe don't test it. Like, hey, I need you to test this and make sure it's not, like, um, something that's going to turn you into a monster. Oh, let me just take a test, a little, little, little taste first. Yeah, and it turns out, so this these drugs had been poisoned by some dude who had crazy eyes as well. And I don't know, I, I still am not sure if I understood what happened or why this guy was poisoning the drugs or... Because, like, they had screwed, they had, like, killed his brother. Oh, uh, but no, no, it's because the, because they were actually testing them for the government. It was a government conspiracy because we're still trying to make this Millennium the X-Files. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because, like, in the end, we find mm-hmm. out that it's actually the government is testing something. Yeah, and Frank wants to bring it up that the the government's involved in McLaren's, like, don't turn it into a crusade. And um, Frank what? said, isn't that what the FBI was already doing to Hollis? And oh. McLaren says, I don't make the rules. <laughs> what? Oh, shucks. shucks, Frank, you're just too close to the truth, Ribbit Ribbit. I can't. Oh, shucks, now I don't make the rules. Yeah, it, it really, I did not enjoy this episode at all. <laughs> Them Duke boys sure are causing a mess of trouble. It was Hollis Well, I saw I could, that I, I hated. I, I could not. not I, just, I took a little nap. <laughs> I, I could not care about Hollis well, at all. Also, I just can't. what, like, the the setup of the episode, we don't know why Hollis is, like, doing all of this. Um, wait, so, if Hollis had to do, like, a mandatory, they do random drug tests, and hers came yeah. up positive, that's why this is all happening, wouldn't she say, oh yeah, I got this envelope, I'm testing these drugs, um, I, yeah, I was checking to see if it was actually, else, is that amount, is there enough there? Like, maybe if it was the same day, then that's gonna be, but, <laughs> like, immediately following? <laughs> like, I just, I feel like, I feel like, n- there's probably a paper trail of her having these drugs tested, because she's in the FBI, can be like, I I just, I'm not buying it. And, you know, I thought I was going to be like, oh, God, here we go, some actress trying to play a drug addict. But her sister was actually a really good drug addict, and it made Hollis, who's supposed to be our main character, look really bad as an actor. The one thing I do have to question, um, um, so we find out that um, the the sister, who, who goes by T... Yes. Um, mm-hmm. um, her girlfriend like dies in the beginning and goes by E, and she's like, "Yeah, I called her E, just like I call I call you E." So wait, you call that's your weird. girlfriend <laughs> yeah. the same nickname you call your sister? Oh, that's mm. gross. No, thank you. Yeah, yeah, don't like that. No, 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 no. But yeah, you you didn't miss anything by this one, Claire. Unfortunately, no. <laughs> I'm hoping. Next week's millennia oh, will be better. You did miss um, a building blowing up and like fire going everywhere. Oh, yeah. And then Frank like carrying her out of there. Um, I can only imagine he turned into a dragon and flew out. <laughs> because the building exploded. You know there he was did. fire. You no, know he did. And then it's not like he ran out of the burning building. It's like he was unscathed. Like it's like he came out of the fire. He just emerged. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's because it's because he's like Daenerys at Game of Thrones. He can't be burned by fire because he is the dragon. 
it makes sense. Truth. It makes sense. Um, I do, uh, I am excited about next week's episode, just from the picture alone. So, Claire, nice. tell us what's happening for next week on Millennium. Okay, next week's episode is Omerta. On Christmas, Frank and Jordan go on vacation in Vermont. Unexpectedly, they get involved with a supposedly dead mafia hitman <laughs> who appears to be living in the woods with a number of mysterious women. <laughs> I love it. I um, love it. It is going to be it. the Amazing. adventures of Frank and Jordan next week, and I'm super excited. And the promotional <laughs> episode tagline is "Be good for goodness sake," because <laughs> it's their Christmas <laughs> episode. <laughs> Cannot wait. <laughs> so uh, yeah, we have that to look forward to. I, yeah, I I I can't remember if Millennium Matt had told us this was a terrible episode this week or not. But if he didn't, how dare you not warn <laughs> yeah, us? Yeah, <laughs> I, I think uh, okay. he said known as among the fans as human excrement or something. Ah, uh, yes, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. yeah Makes yeah. sense. Yeah. It's just one of those like I, I get it, Millennium. You don't know what to do for season three anymore. You're lost. I get it, but please stop giving a shit because yeah. we know that in season one when it wasn't huge mythology type stuff and it was just week to week it was still a really good show so we know that it could be a good show yeah this <laughs> um, is not how to use hollis no not at all like, <sighs> why does she have to always look confused i don't know okay so next week is the part two of our x-files um yeah, one yeah. son one son Who's hey, guys, what do you think the odds are that we start right where we left off with Mulder aiming a gun? Oh, let's please not. Let's jump ahead. That oh, would be hilarious. Yes. And let's never see what happens. Yes. <laughs> we just we don't see Cassandra until like halfway through, so we don't know if she's like, and, alive or dead. And then we have a flashback, and Scully's like, Mulder, what are you doing? This is dumb. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. I There may be a scene that we're all going to really enjoy. There just may be a scene we're all going to really enjoy. Okay, so unlike this week where we had to take guesses of who the two fathers were, do you think we'll have to guess on who the one son will be? <laughs> hmm. um, There's going to be a how fight about, between Crychek, Spender, there are and Mona. Four sons. <laughs> yeah, four <laughs> sons. That makes uh, more sense. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, this two fathers. And like I said, I'm pretty sure it's just Bill Mulder and George, right? Yeah. Because of the picture? I don't yeah, know. That's that's okay. the best because I really I was really trying to figure it out earlier. I was like, wait, was the was the was the guy in the syndicate that got replaced by him? Was he a father? Did they say something about him having a family uh, or something? No, I don't think so. Yeah. So so uh, and guys, if anybody knows who the two fathers are definitively, <laughs> please let us know. <laughs> maybe the other father is poor little Gibson's father back in the Philippines. who's still oh, like, maybe uh, what happened to my son? Maybe it's something as simple as George being two faced with Spender. Oh, maybe. Ooh. And he's like two fathers, one who's like, you're such a failure. I'm so disappointed. Smack, smack. And then we're like, hey, do you think you could help me out murdering this person? <laughs> do you have no idea who they are? Or there's all the stuff that got cut. Um, There's like, there's there's a uh, spender's like, he, he's going to talk to Kirsch and he's like, Kirsch, you've been like a father figure to me. Oh, but like, no. everyone's really just beating up on me lately. And I don't know what to do. And Kirsch is like, ah, oh, Jeff, don't worry. You're gonna be Me and Daisy consider you to be our son. <laughs> Listen, your one father may not be that great, but if you don't mind me saying, you got another father. <laughs> That's yeah. me, Don Kirsch. Because yeah, I mean, I'm looking at two fathers on Wikipedia, and they don't even mention who the two fathers are. <laughs> <is. laughs> so, uh. 
very, it's terrible. It's terrible. It's stupid. Okay, so anyway, sorry. Uh, Illyria, where can we find you on the internet? <laughs> What's not stupid is uh, Potential Cast. PotentialCast.com, the original intro cast where we are intro casting Buffy. We've been a little bit, little bit of a surprising hiatus. Scheduling is tough sometimes, and we're in the final season. Buffy nice. the Vampire Slayer, PotentialCast.com. Check us out. It's spoiler free. It's pretty awesome and rad, if I do say so myself. Thank you for the chance to be on this show once again, everyone. Thank you for joining us, Illyrio. It's a good time, as always. Uh, It was a fun ride. And ride. (laughs) (laughs) Anybody got anything else before we close this sucker out? No. No. Okay. Cool. Well then. Oh, I. uh, I. uh, This week, I got. uh, I got my my Hulk signed by Mark Ruffalo. The Hulk. Oh yeah! Awesome. Very cool. I, I just want to say that because I was very happy. And I met three of the other actors as well. But Mark Ruffalo was so sweet and nice. And I spoke to him for a bit. But I kind of have a bit of a crush on him now. So I just <laughs> wanted to mention that. Everyone oh, should have a crush lovely. on Mark Ruffalo. Yeah. yeah He's I awesome. agree. He's fantastic. Yeah. He's adorbs. Yeah, love him. Okay. Well, then. Uh, with that, we'll see you guys next week for One Son. Bye. All of our episodes are available to download or stream at our website, introtox.com, or via iTunes and Downcast. You can email us at mail at introtox.com. Please put the episode title in the subject line and keep voice messages under two minutes or else. Join our spoiler-free Facebook group at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash introtox. You can find me on Twitter at Tammy Yip or at yippodcast.com, I'llwatchthatmovie.com, and dvmpe.com. Search for Walking Dead Podcast. I'm on Twitter at B-R-A-D-C-U-P-P-L-E-S and on the Ramjack Podcast. You can find me on Twitter at MayaFire and on Etsy.com at MayaFireprints. This is me, Nicole Bradford. Cute, huh? This is my dad. And this is my dad. How'd I get two dads? They inherited me. Congratulations. It's a girl. Here's the judge who brought us together. She lives in our building. My building. I own it. She's going to make sure we're one big happy family with one dad who's down to earth and one dad with his head in the clouds. I, I think we're father of the year. You can count on me.